And welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM920, The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis, and I appreciate you sticking with us through the break in this segment. You should be in the know when it comes to HVAC maintenance. I have learned a lot about HVAC maintenance over the years, mostly by not doing HVAC maintenance. And so we're going to talk all things HVAC in this segment. And don't forget, we want to communicate with you, and it is easy. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O. G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. You can ask questions. We love questions. You can ask ones you want to be answered on the air or off the air. Makes no difference to us. You can make comments. You can push back or challenge things we say on the show. You can share your ideas. Request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlights, which comes up in the fourth segment of the show. And you can subscribe to our podcast. We would love for you to be a podcast subscriber. It is my pleasure to introduce our expert advisor, Tommy Francis, the owner of Northeast Mechanical Services. Did I get that right, Tommy? Yes, sir. You did. Awesome. So you're you're an HVAC guy. Is it okay if I just refer to you as an HVAC guy? That's what most people do. I love it. I love it. Okay, I'm glad you're on. Now I have to tell everybody, uh, Ann Daniels, who has worked with me. We've worked together for gosh, Tommy, 16, 17 years, and uh, she is just about as good at sniffing a phony or a bad vendor as anybody I have ever met. And Ann Daniels has used you for work for our clients. I think she's actually used you at her son's home or maybe even her home when she was here in Metro Atlanta and you have passed muster with her. And brother, if you can pass muster with Ann, you can pass muster with me. I will promise. (laughs) (laughs) So, hey, listen, real quickly, I want to jump into um, today. It seems hard to find not only HVAC people, but plumbers and electricians and anybody to come out and work on something. What in the heck is going on? Why is it hard to find people? Well, I guess my honest opinion on that is college is being pushed so hard on students these days. So coming out of high school, they don't, I don't know if they just don't know about trade schools or if they don't know about apprenticeship programs, but they're out there. They're everywhere. Just about every company has it, regardless whether it's HVAC, electrical, plumbing. Um, But most people are wanting just, it seems that they want to work on computers and do IT stuff. Yeah. I wonder if it's, if people think they're too good to do HVAC work. I'm guessing that an HVAC tech who does a good job and a plumber and electrician do a good job, they can make a good living. I would say well above average, right? 100%. Yeah. Six figures is realistic. Really? Even for a tech who doesn't own the business. Once, once they get reached that five, five year mark, there should be reason they're not making at least 60 or 70 and they can easily climb there or from there. I mean, commissions, bonuses, obviously overtime, everything adds up, you know, but yes, Love it. And it's interesting. So now all of my daughters are going to graduate from college. None of them have been to trade school. And so this is the pot calling the kettle black. But uh, I do believe that there is a tremendous opportunity out there for people to get into um, services. What what would we call HVAC? Uh, uh, Licensed services? I don't even know what the heck you would call that. Well, really, the only thing you need other than experience to do HVAC is your EPA certification. And that's to handle refrigerant. Oh, and that's it? Uh, that's it. Huh. That's literally it. Now, if you're going to be the owner of a business, you do have to have your condition air license through the state of Georgia. Through the state of Georgia. And that's so they can, they, they, they know how to find you if something is wrong, I would assume, is that's the reason for it. Correct. Yes, sir. <laughs> Interesting. Is the industry doing anything to solve this problem? Because it really I, doesn't seem like it. It doesn't really? Huh. And, and it baffles me because they're, they're changing the equipment and refrigerants and all this, but nothing's being done to bring the younger generation into this because the older generation, obviously, 
they retired. Yeah, and you know, it's not unusual uh, to have, you know, uh, employee-level problems in the service industry today. I think it's not limited just to HVAC. It's everywhere. I haven't been to a restaurant. Well, that's not true. I have been to very few restaurants that I thought were appropriately staffed in the last, you know, six months to a year. In fact, I heard somebody saying the other day that the restaurants are not understaffed. They're overbooked. And yeah. it's really, when you think about it, they know how many people they have, and they know how many tables they can support and they keep booking more tables than they can support even though they know don't they know they don't have people now let's change subjects if you will to the benefits of having an HVAC maintenance agreement and I have to be honest with you I've never had an HVAC maintenance agreement on the equipment in my house and I've been a homeowner since 1992 what is a maintenance agreement first of all and then how does it benefit uh, I would assume the system and how long it lasts so basically a maintenance agreement so to speak is what you would sign up with a company and you would pay an annual fee okay whatever now is there a range can you give me a range of what those would typically cost i know it's different if you got one two or three systems or something like that so our prices to get them out there because we're an open book about everything yeah so for first system it's 180 dollars. that's for the year okay and additional system it's an additional 100 dollars. so okay two 280 three systems 380 got it got it spring we come in the fall okay two visits per year. The biggest thing with maintenance is keeping your system not only running effectively and efficiently, but to prevent breakdowns throughout, especially the Georgia summer heat. Mm -hmm. It's so common, and man, there's no there's no worse time, and those home warranty companies are, are just awful at uh, getting them fixed that time of year. So. Don't on them. What are yeah? So what they they do? I I was on, had a home warranty person on not too long ago, and I said uh, we used to have a specific brand, and it seemed like they found the worst of contractors in the entire state to send to our <laughs> our house. Now I know that's not the case, but they were not uh, very competent contractors. What are the things that are happening when you come out and doing the maintenance? You're cleaning the exterior unit, you're changing filters. Like what else happens in those in those when you come out and do maintenance? So just as you noted, you know, we do obviously change filters Okay. Um, on the outdoor unit. You don't have a filter to protect that condenser coil. That's right. We do a chemical clean on the, on the condenser coil. Spray it down with like a, a little, uh, yeah. It's a condenser foaming cleaner. So okay. it gets in between the fins, foams everything out, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But yeah. the outdoor unit to breathe properly to prevent the fan motor and the compressor from overheating. Mm -hmm. We all contactors we check the capacitors we can read that stuff on a digital meter to see if it's getting weak just you mean kind of like a car you plug something in and it starts reading the system for you similar i didn't Very know that similar. okay i didn't know that that's interesting we got to test each individual device with a meter okay um, oh we, okay yeah i got it so it's not that easy there's not a diagnostics plug on the system <laughs> no, no <it's laughs> be kind of cool maybe uh tommy you should invent that and then you won't have to service hvac systems anymore <laughs> you'd be the inventor of the diagnostic switch Run a lot of people out of a job. Mm. Yeah. Okay, never mind. We won't say that. We were just talking about bringing more HVAC technicians in. Now I'm talking about getting rid of them. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to go there. <laughs> but making sure all the wire connection is tight, making sure your refrigerant levels are up to par, um, just keeping the system healthy. Perfect, perfect. Okay, if somebody wanted to reach you for uh, just an inspection or an estimate on something for their, their home, or maybe they wanted to replace their systems, how would they reach you? Yeah, they can reach us at any time. Um, they can either email me at Tommy at NEMHVAC.com. N-E-M-H-V-A-C. Uh, yes, sir. Northeast mm -hmm. Mechanical HVAC. Perfect. Northeast Dr. Mechanical HVAC. Got it. Our phone number is 678-863-0946. Perfect. And 
website, nemhvac.com, which actually right now just forwards you to our business Facebook page. Okay. Um, so we're still in the process of getting the website, the new website uploaded and all that good stuff. And remember, folks, this one passes muster with the famous Ann Daniels. And if, if they make Ann Daniels happy, they can make anyone happy. And I mean that as a compliment to Ann, not as a, a slap at all. Okay, let's jump into this. How would I, as a homeowner, know when I needed to repair my system or maybe when it made better sense to replace it? Well, I guess it really depends on what is wrong with it and the cost of said repair. Um, if it has the older refrigerant in it, which is R22. Yep. Can you repair those at all anymore? You can. Okay. But the cost is not. So, so let me ask it's you. It's not cost effective. Okay. So let me ask you. It's not the cost of the repair, but it's the cost of replacing the refrigerant that is so yeah. that is so the prohibitive. Well, the refrigerant costs have went up. It's skyrocketing because they quit making it January 1st of 2020. Right. So with that said, whatever's left over, yeah, they call R22 liquid gold because it's literally, it's the price of gold. And so when that supply is out, there's no way to fix them anymore. You have to take the system out and you have to replace it. People argue that oh. there is replacement refrigerants, which okay. we do use um, okay. we don't, with the drop-in replacements. Um basically if you have an r22 system and it's failing on you yep you need you need a new system ultimately okay and a lot of the newer systems are efficient enough to where if you plan on staying in the house for five years that system may very well just pay for itself within the first five years yeah i you know what I, i'm sure you're right quick question for you how do you know that the system you have in a home is sized correctly we've got we've got about two minutes left in the segment i've got two more questions i'd like to ask if we can get them in there's a lot of variables on that, and it's basically by doing a load calculation. We need to know what kind of windows, what kind of insulation, what the square footage is, yeah. um, load is in the house, you know, yeah. how many people are there. Yeah. Um, there's a lot that goes in, but a rough number is typically six, 600 square foot per ton. Yep your average, but that's not, that's not down to a science. Yeah. Well, I want you to come out and do a, a load calculation, whatever you just called it on my upstairs. My main level's amazing. My basement's amazing. My upstairs, mm, probably not quite as big as it needs to be. Okay. Real quick. We got about a minute and 15 seconds left in the segment. When consumers are purchasing a new home and they're getting the new air conditioning unit from the builder, do they need to have it inspected, or is it just good to take the builder's word that it works fine? 100%. I cannot stress inspections enough through an HVAC contractor. Home inspectors will turn it on and check temperatures. That's it. Mm -hmm. Who's to say that the system was installed correctly? That home inspector does not know. That is not his job. Oh, I never even thought about that. So so um, have you come out in addition to the home inspector to give it a real thorough once over. What does an inspection like that cost? Would that be a couple hundred bucks or what? Typically a hundred dollars per system, hundred dollars per system. So that's a good thing to know if you're buying a brand new home and you want to make sure your home is working correctly. You're in good shape there. We'll talk about digital thermostats for a second. Is everything digital now? For the most part. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah. not, you're not going to any old analog or mercury bulb anything like that anymore. They're all digital. Love it. Listen, thank you so much for being on. We'll have you back on again sometime really, really soon. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Open Door bounces back after that $62 million FTC fine. And what is an HOA letter? And why on earth do you have to have one in order to sell your home? We've got those subjects and more. Stick with us. We'll be back. 